Hello, I'm Dr. Rongan Chatterjee, and welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. And this week, we're looking at kindness and how it has been shown to reduce stress, anxiety, and depression, and make us feel happier, healthier, and calmer. So what exactly is kindness, I hear you ask? Well, if you had asked me what kindness was a few years ago, I probably would have said things such as generosity, empathy, selflessness, friendship, and love. But I think now I'd also probably add in being more authentic and being a good listener. You see, the ability to be able to fully listen to someone is really, really important. You know, in my experience, hurt people hurt people. So if you can find out what's going on in somebody else's life, you'll be surprised by just how much compassion and kindness you are able to have for them. You just have to understand their pain a little bit more. Many people's lives have changed so much over the past couple of years. Some have lost loved ones, some have lost their jobs, some have suffered ailing physical and mental health, and some have lost a dream. But I think pretty much all of us have changed in some way or another. And I really think that now is the time where we really need to reconnect. In fact, in many ways, I don't think it's ever been more important that we learn to be kind. Now, if kindness feels like a soft, fluffy thing that we can choose to practice or not, don't be fooled. Multiple scientific studies show that random acts of kindness actually improve health and life satisfaction. Kindness also increases energy, optimism, self-worth, and our sense of belonging and connection in the world. Plus, it's proven to decrease anxiety, depression, and blood pressure. When you're kind, your body is flooded with the same hormones that make you and the person you've helped feel calm, healthier, and happier. Serotonin, for example, which heals your wounds, also helps you relax and makes you feel good. Endorphins, which reduce pain, and oxytocin, which in turn reduces blood pressure, make you feel more loving and loved. So when you're kind to somebody else, you'll both be more energized, you'll both feel fewer aches and pains, feel more confident, and potentially, you might even live longer. And if other people see you helping someone else, they'll be filled with the same feel-good hormones too, meaning that they're much more likely to pay it forward themselves. Now recently, in my long-form podcast, Feel Better Live More, I spoke with Dr. David Hamilton. Now David's a speaker, a kindness scientist, and he's the author of 11 books, including The Little Book of Kindness. Now, David was so inspired by the placebo effects in drug trials that he ended up leaving the pharmaceutical industry to write books that help people harness their minds and emotions to improve their health. Now, we talked at length in that podcast about how studies have shown that kindness is literally a health workout for your brain. David fondly referred to oxytocin as the kindness hormone, and he explained how it's the main contributor to heart health outside of exercise. What scientists like David are saying is that kindness is the opposite of and the antidote to stress. The gene for the oxytocin receptor is one of the oldest in the human genome. And what that suggests is that it's vital for the survival of our species. It's really important for our bodies. And it's really important for children. Being deprived of love and affection can affect the growth of heart cells, neurons, kidney cells, liver cells, and skin cells. 
We actually saw this play out in the 1980s in the Romanian orphanages, where we found that the children who were given foods, they were given water to drink, but they were not given human touch, kindness, and compassion, had higher incidences of autoimmune problems and behavioral problems later on in life. Kindness is often seen as a soft, fluffy topic. But studies like this point to the physical and biological damage that happens when it's absent. Now, not only is kindness good for you and the person you're being kind to, it's even good for people who happen to witness an act of kindness. This means that if you do one act of kindness for one person today and someone happens to witness it, you can, in that moment, improve the lives of three people. We're a social species. We've evolved to be connected to each other, but now we're often much more connected to our devices. So today, perhaps take a little extra moment to help or really connect with someone else. It could be that you help someone by holding open the door for them. You could sweep your neighbor's leaves. You could give somebody a hand with their shopping. It honestly doesn't take much, but it can make a huge difference. Those people that you've helped might then go on to help other people, and those other people might help even more. You see, those random acts of kindness can really start a chain reaction that can spread across an entire community. Tomorrow, we're going to learn more about how kindness can help our overall health and our immune system. I'll see you back here then. <laughs>